Slice Audio. Here we are, season three, episode twelve. Get us going, citizens arrest, citizens arrest. Oh, I like it. I do too, nice. man. They're getting good. They're real good. <laughs> Welcome All back to the show, up. audience. Yes. Yeah. Well, well, we're happy last, to have you. Last time you were here, we talked about domestic violence, and mm-hmm. and we got got into that, and you had more to say. Yeah. Well, so look, now we're I'd, back. I'd like to clarify our position. We are anti domestic violence. Yeah. Of course. Mm-hmm. That's very clear. I'm glad to hear that. I think most people are. I would like to think anyways. I would hope so. I would hope. uh, And for those who aren't, we're here to to take care of you. I've never met anybody that was... We'll pray for you. I see the chicken's still here. It is. Did you guys determine whether you're going to at least send me an email or something telling me what the chicken's name is? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, I guess I could bleep it out. We could say it now. It felt really awkward when we were talking about domestic violence. We just call it... That's it's fair. just the red cock. You that's know what I mean? It's just, that's all it is. And, that's fair. Yeah, and people come in and they squeeze it. They squeeze it a lot. And yeah. Is that why it's red? Yeah. It came red, actually. Yep. So it came red and it's never changed colors. We he likes to be red. All right. So. All right. But yeah, people like to get handsy right. with it. You got a ring on its neck? That's it does. Yeah. Well, I'll try to keep my hands off. Of There's it. a ring neck cock. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully you can. No. You should probably wash your hands. I appreciate that. It's never been used in any sort of weird. Uh, it's already weird. <laughs> a weird, you know, situation. It's been pretty clean most of the time. So, yeah, anyways, crimes There's in the town. Next. Crimes moving on. <laughs> moving on. Uh, outside of crimes of passion, are the, have the, has there been any sort of crimes in Rapid City? Yeah, we had a couple unique ones here. Um, uh, we had an incident in which uh, somebody came out of a bar and decided to pop off a couple shots at some pa- passing officers, if you want to talk about that one. Ooh, yeah, that sounds yeah, interesting. What's it? What again? Come at me. Uh, yeah, so uh, we're, we're talking about uh, right around the 2 o'clock bar close hour, uh, we had an uh, um, individual walk out of a, a local establishment. Uh, it just so happens that as he was walking out, he happened to be armed with a handgun, which is a problem in the first place because you can't can't go into a bar with a gun. Uh, but he came out. He uh, just happened to see a passing unrelated police chase and uh, decided to pop off a couple shots at uh, at the, the passing police officers. And wow. So, yeah. Um, the, the real wow comes uh, with... Uh, we had a, a, another individual that was waiting outside for a ride, uh, decided that uh, he was going to take issue with uh, this individual uh, shooting at passing police officers, and uh, decided to disarm and uh, disable the gunman. Well, and wild. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's a lot going that's on. That's scary. Yeah. Knowing, uh, uh, I just... That's crazy to think that one. What What do you think? And obviously he was drunk, but you're going to shoot at a passing by car. Mm-hmm. There could be other cars mm-hmm. <laughs> passing by the other lanes. There's, there's houses, houses over across there. Yeah. The way. Yep. Uh, who knows what's going on? You know, mm-hmm. uh, and you're just going to willy nilly just start. Did any of those bullets hit shots? any homes? So we we had no reports of any injury or any damage caused by the gunfire, which Thank we're very goodness. thankful about. But uh, and we're also very thankful. We we expressed our appreciation very very um, far reaching on social media to uh, the individual who decided to take matters in their own hands to stop the threat. And uh, uh, yeah, I mean that, that's one of those things that uh, uh, I mean we don't ask the public to do, but it's awesome that they do. Yeah, and then we live in a community where people feel empowered to to do that. 
Yep. Uh, no police cars were hit, no police officers were hit, no uh, bystanders were hit. So everything turned out for the best, but what a deal here in Rapid City. I yeah, mean, where did those bullets end up? Exactly, exactly. And, and that's the thing, you know, when people start firing, firing off rounds, uh, regardless of when, I mean, those bullets got to come down somewhere, right? So, uh, yeah, you see it on the movies or on TV all the time. You Fourth of July celebrations, New Year's Eve, where people are shooting firearms up in the sky. Uh, not a great thing, not a great idea to do, because you never know where those bullets are going to come down. Could come back so, down oh, and hit yeah. you in the head. Mm-hmm. I know here, uh, it's been several months ago, uh, we found a, a bullet hole in like a skylight of over at the Civic Center. Uh, where it came from, who knows? Oh but gosh. again, that's just another uh, example of where someone fired a shot off in the sky and that bullet came down and thankfully didn't hurt anyone. Wild. That's, uh, I'm glad nobody got hurt. And I'm, yeah, and so I'm glad our, he our, was. Our collective appreciation. If you're, it, if you're that individual and you're listening right now, we, we appreciate you. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. And uh, some good news uh, from, uh, there, there was a motorcycle accident, uh, a hit and run. Yeah. About uh, a month or so ago. Very unfortunate uh, situation. It was a hit and run uh, up at College Avenue and Haynes Avenue. Um, a motorcyclist was making his way through the intersection when uh, uh, collided with a, uh, uh, a passing passenger vehicle and uh, ended up turning into a fatal crash, which is, once again, very unfortunate. Yeah. Um, so now our role at that point is to be the advocates of justice for the victim. And so our detectives have been working that, uh, that case since day one. Uh, last week developed some good information about uh, the, the, the whereabouts of the suspect vehicle because at, at, uh, at the time of the initial crash, uh, all we had to go on was evidence recovered from the scene, like a couple parts and pieces that we, we were able to identify a, a possible uh, year range of the vehicle, um, uh, most likely a, a, a Chevy, either um, uh, truck-based or SUV-based uh, Chevy from 2007 to, I think, 2012. Um, and so uh, white in color. We also were able to determine the color. Um, but through a lot of good detective work, from then on out, we were able to uh, determine the, the location of the vehicle. Actually, with the help of the Oglala Sioux uh, Department of Public Safety, we were able to locate the vehicle on the reservation wow. last nice. week. And so that was a major break in the case, and we were able to identify the parties inside the vehicle at the time of the crash. And so our detectives continue to, to, to work on that. Uh, there's some forensics that we'll be sending off uh, in order to uh, properly identify the the person in the driver's seat at the time of the crash, and uh, so stay tuned for more. I have a That's question: cool. the, if the person would have stuck around and called the police, and you know, would they still go to jail? They wouldn't any- get a hit and run charge, right? Um, but I mean. That's why the law is there in place, is so that way, uh, you know, any any party involved in an accident has to stick around, mm-hmm. um, and uh, police will come and investigate and determine, you know, who's at fault, what the circumstances are uh, behind the crash, and uh, that's our job. But when you leave the scene, we can't do our job, and so that's why the law is there that says that you have to you have to stick around. Yeah. Uh, at the time of the crash. These people run because they're scared they're going to get in trouble. If they would stay there, things will be a lot easier for them. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for, the, for the most part, anytime you're in a crash, uh, the 
first thing is to, you know, get police involved, get us called, get to any medical assistance on the way. But for sure, stay on scene. If you leave that scene, and especially if someone is injured, uh, there are some pretty big repercussions that could come your way if you don't stick around. So. Um, in this accident, and I don't know if we want to necessarily run this one as the example uh, because of the f- fatality, but in situations like this, and let, let's pull our maybe, like I say, pull ourselves back maybe from this incident, but people who who do hit and run, like like Amy's saying, you know, they're afraid of the the, the repercussions. Like, mm-hmm. oh no, I might be at fault. Oh no, what if they'd had a couple of beers? They don't want to get that DUI or something small. Unfortunately, in this situation, uh, the person on the motorcycle passed away, which is not good. But let's say they did stick around and maybe who was at fault or whatever, whatever happened. Um, now that that person, unfortunately, did did die, would they be on – is the at-fault thing, and even if they stuck around, they did everything correctly, would they have like a vehicle, um, ho- a vehicular homicide charge uh, pending type of thing or – you know what I mean? Yeah. In a situation like that, if it was a if it was an accident that was not maliciously intended, yeah. that kind of thing. You know what you're looking at is if it's a, if it's a true accident, and uh, let's just say something as simple as uh, like going through a red light in the middle yeah. of the day, and you end up t-bone, t-boning another vehicle and uh, significantly hurt the other party involved. They go to the hospital. You stick around. There isn't anything else other than a traffic ticket, for that matter, for yep. going through a red light. Uh, you call the police. You know, we realize accidents happen. The bigger issue is is when you add other elements to the offense, such as, all right, now this person in, at fault for the accident that went through the red light, say, was intoxicated and then ends up sending someone to the hospital and they end up losing their life. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, uh, those repercussions are aggravated up to the point of now you're looking at a vehicular homicide charge okay. just because of the added issues that go of the intoxication. Of the intoxication. But again, if it's just a, a simple accident that anyone could get involved in and um, it's like a red light violation or who knows what the circumstance, yeah. whatever the, whatever Failure the fault is. Yeah. Um, as long as everybody's sober and it's just a plain accident, yeah. even if you were at fault and person did die. Right. It's, it's going to, you know, we're going to look into, okay, was the, uh, was this accident in result of say reckless driving? Was it in result of a simple traffic light violation? All of that will get looked into and investigated. But once you start leaving the scene uh, is when you're starting to look at our yeah. felonies, when you are intoxicated, is when you're starting to look at uh, vehicular man, uh, vehicular homicide charges. Um, it, it only gets worse from there. Right. No matter how much trouble you're going to be in, that person might survive if you stick around and call the police. Is what yeah, that's, an, that's that's another way to look at it head. too. Right. Yep, yeah, absolutely. That's somebody's family member that mm-hmm. could have lived. Yeah, I, and I guess that's kind of what I was trying to say is like if in this situation they had stuck around, maybe called right away, hey, blah, done the right thing. Maybe that could have saved the life of the motorcycle accident. I don't know if there was anybody around that was able to call right away. Again, maybe not this exact situation, but similar late at night situations where. You know what I mean? If if you're the only one that's there and they just, like, leave and or middle-of-the-day situations, you know, there's other people. But if you just stay, 
you might be in a lot less trouble than by leaving you just add a whole alarm of elements to it. It all boils down to just do the right thing. I was just going to say You know that. what I mean? Just <laughs> do, do the right thing. Yep. You know, we realize, you know, people do make mistakes. They'll go through a red light or, yeah, maybe you've had too much to drink to drive and something like that happens. So be it. You know, you can live with those repercussions. But just do the right thing and help mitigate whatever's to come by doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. I, I think this is also a good example of, you know, you, you may not be caught that night. You may not be caught a week after. But we have resources to determine, you know, who you are, what your vehicle is, where to find it. And uh, um, also it's worth reminding the public that there's cameras everywhere yeah, yeah. you will be found <laughs> and then how do you live with yourself yeah after that absolutely I mean, yeah. you hurt someone significantly you run from the scene you're constantly now looking over your shoulder oh my god am i going to get caught by the police the stress that comes along with that and then just knowing that you hurt someone it's just like yeah just do the right thing and it's mm-hmm. hard on everyone too for sure mm-hmm. yeah for sure mm-hmm. yeah that's something i've often taught my kids growing up too is like you know, in the old days, sure, maybe, I guess you could have maybe gotten away with something like that, I, I suppose. Um, but nowadays, everybody, somebody's probably videoing you on their phone or at night. Uh, the, the, there's cameras on intersections and buildings and somebody's doorbell camera. Mm-hmm. And somebody somewhere is going to catch you entering that neighborhood, exiting that neighborhood, that intersection, something. Somebody caught you on camera somewhere at some time. And you're going to be tied to that incident. It's just not worth walking away or doing something yeah, stupid. Yeah, you bring up a good point. Uh, even if it is, uh, say, 2 o'clock in the morning, Brandon, you're going to drive halfway across town. How many different cameras did you drive by yeah. to get from point A to point mm-hmm. B? Um, probably several hundred, perhaps. Yes. Yeah. So You then, literally watch that person <laughs> drive away exactly. or drive to. And when, so. uh, we've been transparent about uh, other previous events in which uh, we've had – uh, significant injury or death caused in a motor vehicle accident, which we were able to use cameras and, and canvas the the neighborhood, and uh, ultimately, you know, canvas half the city in in trying to figure out the path of a motor vehicle after it leaves the scene of a of a crash. And um, uh, you know, thankfully, we live in a day and age where cameras are everywhere, and we can use that as a tool to to help us hold these offenders accountable so it's yeah. just uh it, this isn't the the first uh case that uh we we've essentially encountered a, a somebody who fled the scene of a vehicle and uh we're we're left starting from from ground zero um but if you significantly injure or kill somebody we're going to work it till the end yeah cam- camera footage video footage everything from your major investigations all the way down to your booze bandits, say, at your local convenience store. Mm-hmm. You're going to get caught. So, Yep. We appreciate you for not giving up. Yeah, yeah thank you. No, we, I'm sure the family does, too. We, we recognize uh, that as our role in the uh, criminal justice spectrum. Like, we are here. If, if you no longer have a voice as a result of somebody else's actions, it's our role to step in and be that voice for you. Cool. Any up? Other updates on crimes, or should we move on to a question? We can. I think we can move on to a question. We can take a question yeah. or okay. two. Yeah. I like this question. It says, hey, why aren't the police partnered up like on TV? This is the best line of the whole thing right here. BJ won the lottery when he got Amy Rose as a partner. <laughs> With a partner <laughs> Did you write this, Amy? <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> With a partner in justice, maybe they could arrest more texting and driving violations. 
I see them everywhere, and I also see the police turning a blind eye. So I haven't, I haven't I, gotten any money off this lottery situation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know about the the blind eye part, but you know, uh, I I could touch on that. Yeah. Um, you know, any given day, you're going to see a police officer driving down the road, right? Mm-hmm. And that police officer might be uh, just going about their daily business, just driving around town, looking for violations, looking for traffic enforcement issues. Uh, but at the same time, uh, that police officer might be en route to a call. And uh, it could be a significant call. It could be someone who is suffering from mental illness and is con- contemplating hurting themselves, or it could be an assault case, or it could be uh, whatever devastating event. Um, while at the same time, you know, uh, that police officer might come across a traffic violation. Uh, sometimes those police officers have to weigh in their mind as what's more important. Do I need to enforce this traffic violation right this second, or do I need to get to this significant event? And uh, unfortunately, there's only so many police officers to go around, and some of those minor traffic infractions will get overlooked, not so much given the blind eye, but will get overlooked so that police officer can go about their business to take care of the more pressing need. Um, there's a yeah. there's a uh, a lot to triage throughout the day. Um, we get a lot of requests for our services, whether they come in in, in the form of nine one one calls, calls to the non emergency line, um, even people just flagging us down. Um, uh, it, it's hard to take a look at uh, one police officer sitting in traffic and and know what uh, he or she is on their way to deal with. Um, but I, I guarantee you, um, if you look at our um, uh, community call for service log, you will see how many calls for service come in, even just in a in a, a half hour w- window. Um, it's incredible the, the the number of calls that our officers uh, uh, get tasked with resolving uh, throughout the day. And uh, like Kelvin said, yeah. we're not turning a blind eye. It's probably because we're triaging that versus something that might be a little bit more pressing. I think the most eye-opening experience for me seeing that was doing my ride-along. Yeah, I was just going to say the same thing. Uh, the Citizens Police Academy, that's one of the biggest things we hear is, geez, I didn't realize the police department was so busy with all the different things that are going on at any given time. Uh, yeah, there are some downtimes uh, where uh, police officers do have uh, some time on their hands to go out and actively enforce traffic violations, do extra patrols at our park, uh, you know, creep around neighborhoods in the middle of the night uh, looking for vehicle burglars. We don't creep around neighborhoods, we patrol. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, there's other times where, we, you know, we have a call screen, and unfortunately there are people that are waiting uh, sometimes for several minutes, uh, sometimes even up to a half an hour or an hour to get some of their police needs uh rectified. Uh, Now, if you have a crime in progress, of course, you're probably not going to have to wait for police assistance. But if you have, like, say, a belated theft or a scam report to file or an identity theft report, sometimes we have to put those on hold while we deal with uh, some of the more pressing needs of the community. Triaging is, is, you know, what we just mentioned is exactly what we do at times. Okay. Nice. And then what about the, the partnering up? Yeah, so, and that kind of goes along with it. So when you partner up with police officers, we do it on occasion. Um, we have officers uh, work together with some of our specialty units. They'll partner up in police cars and uh, go to some of our uh, 
high priority calls where two man officers or, or I shouldn't say two man but two officers would show up together to deal with whatever's at hand but uh, you mentioned texting and driving uh, texting and driving and getting pulled over oh hang on I, so popular. <laughs> hang on I should probably, I'm cool that. ringer by the way <laughs> you had to take that <laughs> <laughs> no so uh, going back to um Two-man police officers, yeah, two-man police officers work together frequently, but for them to work together as a unit to where they're out enforcing traffic enforcement, um, there could be some benefits, but for the most part, a single officer should be able to go out on their own and uh, do those traffic stops, enforce whether it be a speeding issue, whether it be a traffic light issue, or whether it be a texting while driving issue. Generally, one police officer can handle that on their own to where you could split a two-man officer team up and have them out doing twice as much as work rather than have them in one car. That is a pet peeve of mine as well, seeing people on their phone driving 60 miles an hour down uh, Catron, and you see somebody on their phone, like on Facebook or whatever. Yeah. Oh, and they're swerving over. Oh, it makes me so upset. Yeah. I've seen people watching TV before on their screens driving down the road and and, it's called uh, multitasking. Yeah, well, I can't you know, you might it. think they're intoxicated or something's going on with that car ahead of you. And, uh, yeah, if, you, uh, if you're if you on duty as a police officer and you see some erratic driving like that, you'll probably stop them thinking that they're intoxicated or, or something's going on. But um, Maybe you mitch- missed The Bachelorette last yeah, night. Yeah, and uh, you got to get caught up on your episodes. <laughs> on I don't know, <laughs> but, you know, doing it while you're driving down yeah, Catron Boulevard at 60 miles an hour – probably isn't the right thing or the right place to do it you know on the on the question of um how how busy our officers are versus the amount of time that they have to be proactive we actually just ran our third quarter stats uh last week and uh it, it brought up some interesting results and one of the biggest things that i take away when i see this you look at uh, arrests uh you know we compared the first nine months of last year versus the first nine months of this year. And when we compare that, we see that arrests are up 9%, citations are up 20%, warnings are up 86%, and DUI arrests are up 8%. So that that tells us that we're trending in the right direction of uh, we're al- allowing these community partnerships like Journey On to, to take place and take a little bit of, of uh, you know, some of that low-level uh, incident load off our plates and allows our officers to start being a little bit more proactive out in the community. And we see that in, in terms of the citations, the arrests, the traffic stops, the, the proactive forms of police work. So um, while we can't always say that uh, that officer is free at that moment to, to um, you know, recognize a, a traffic infraction and, and uh, intervene, uh, we are starting to see our officers be a little bit more free to be in that position. Great. Nice. Good answers. Nice. If a guy wants to just simply drive fast. <laughs> Here we go. <clears throat> get, on your, get on your computer and <laughs> yeah. download a set of Corsa oh, or iRacing or something like okay. that. Okay. There you go. And uh, you can have at it and you could drive as fast as you want on your PC. 
Just not well, while you're get, in the car. Get, 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 <laughs> pick yourself up an Xbox. Pick, yeah. 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 <laughs> or it'd be cheaper than a fast car. Um, uh, but I currently have, ladies and gentlemen, if you peer out this window, you will see a green Subaru. It's over here in the corner of the parking lot. A green Subaru wagon. All right. That is. Why are you sorting? And then uh, that is Hold souped on. up. Hold on. I'm going to go look. <clears throat> It's over in the corner it's under the a, tree. It's a butte. And you're looking at the best side currently because the other side uh, has some would call damage. I call it racing stripes. grooves. Racing stripes, grooves. maybe? Yes, yes. To make it so much faster. And I've removed uh, parts like the radio uh, to make it lighter and faster. Uh, things like that. But anyway, that thing's built for speed. Um, uh, and so... <laughs> If a guy just wants to drive fast, um, are there places to go do this? Like, are do they set up parking lots? Do they set up? Do they still do that where they set up and do you the know, little? Yeah, cone it's kind of like a. Uh, I know what you're talking about. Autocross. Autocross, exactly. Yeah. They used to do that over at Central High School in the uh, summer months every so often. Yep. And they do have those car clubs that will put those events on. I've, I've seen, seen them. I, I, I've seen them happening at the uh, uh, at the fairgrounds too. Oh, the fairgrounds! Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that would be an opportunity. I got to get a part of that. Yeah. Re- reach out to your local car club. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Or you know maybe buy yourself a uh, whatever type of stock car and go out to Black Hill Speedway. Oh, Trade yeah. that beast of a machine that you have in. Well. It's pretty low budget. That that looks like it can get some groceries in a hurry. Yeah. It can. Yeah. Well, hurry, but yeah, I mean, it can. You know that? Re- <laughs> that reminded me of a commercial that I saw here so long ago, where there was an older gentleman in a residential neighborhood, and there was this uh, red sports car just slowly driving through the area, and the older gentleman yells at the kids in this red sports car to slow down. <laughs> but it wasn't the speed it was just the, the, looks the look of the, of the car the look of the car is yeah. what made him think the car was going fast, fast. yeah <laughs> and that's what i get a lot a lot sure. of people just want to race me because they just know like and there's a hole in the exhaust oh. and so uh <laughs> does it blow black so smoke it, and soot too no, no not yet um right. but i'm sure it's headed that way that, so that uh that that got a turbocharger? No, not yet. Okay, but yeah, three I mean, foot three foot wing on the back end for extra downforce on the back end. No, no, but it does have I think have a ski rack. Um, okay, well, it, if, you, if you if you if you raise the hatch, that's your. Yeah, I thought about lifting the hatch to help keep the the force down in the back because yeah, that, that baby that's I, your I spoiler can, right there. I can get that baby up to 60, 70 mile an hour like. Like nobody's business, huh? Quick, <laughs> probably within a mile. It it looks like a comfy car. It's decent, heated seats. Very good. <laughs> All right, children's have, question. Yeah, kids' question. Bring it on. <laughs> Where do you dress up as for Halloween? Ooh, I was thinking about that uh, over the weekend. I uh, that's yet to be decided. I don't know. Do you guys ever Same. dress up as firefighters? <laughs> <laughs> That's not a bad idea. Uh, yeah, we we call it putting on our pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go to bed as a real hero. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, just no. Kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. My brother-in-law is a firefighter, so I just had to throw that in there. I'm, I'm sorry to all the firefighters out there that I made fun of you there. just now. <laughs> I'm sorry. <clears throat> um, no, actually, uh, I, I've got a couple uh, options uh, that I've cultivated in the last year or so. As you know, I'm a uh, big... Big Star Wars nerd. 
Yeah. So I, uh, I, I obtained myself an Obi-Wan Kenobi costume. Nice. Uh, as well as a Boba Fett costume. What's, what's Tosh going to be? Uh, TBD. TBD. Oh. Yeah. She should be mm. Princess Leia. She would be Ooh. a good Princess Leia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She'd look just like her. Yeah. Get, uh, get some of the, uh, the buns on the side. <laughs> <laughs> well, hair, yeah. hair buns yeah, on the side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're you going to dress up in your... God, fire retardant suit no i don't know i i we were thinking about this over the weekend i haven't put much thought about it you know since. who you should go as well the first thought that came to mind but it would probably get a little expensive is uh, i was watching facebook the other day and i saw a kiss concert yeah oh, no. all right i saw a kiss concert nice. and uh it nice. was not, this concert took place not too long ago and that group still has it yeah you know so um I don't know. I don't know if I would do the Gene Simmons because everybody does Gene, but uh, Star Child. Yeah, perhaps, perhaps mm. Ace Freely, maybe. I, I dig know. it. Yeah. I think Brandon should dress up like a garden gnome. Don't you? Easy. It, that would be a good one. <laughs> Wouldn't Easy it? Yeah, that would be fantastic. With some overalls and Easy one of those peasy. hats. Uh, you've got my vote for that one. All mm-hmm. I gotta do is put on overalls that I already have. <laughs> <laughs> so. I see. I was thinking, I was thinking you could go as like Ricky Bobby and get your wife to dress yeah, up as you my know, wife. Yeah, you know, I could do that. I could probably slamming do that. Mountain Dews. Yes, <laughs> I could probably do that. Yeah. Throw on a throw on a race suit or, or yeah. something like that, and then uh, when I'm done with it, I could uh, wear it in my own little race car sim and just make it exactly. that there much more realistic, there you go. right? Yes, can you yeah. push your last? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. How is that not a prerequisite yeah, for strapping in? I already in. got the shoes. People already laugh at me because I wear gloves. Oh, but my gosh. <laughs> yeah, you got to, though. I got that suede steering wheel. I can't, like, get it all grummy. Yeah, grease yeah. and oil from your hands yeah, on that thing. Heck Come on, no. get real. Yeah. This is real and, life stuff. And what are you going as, Amy? I don't know yet. Hmm. I don't know. Any ideas? Well, I've uh well she had some somebody at the she does the trivia at the J bar and she had oh. somebody give her some suggestions but I guess she doesn't want to do that I can't really say that <laughs> we, on have, the to, we have to either. talk about those off air <laughs> yeah well on that note <laughs> very well <laughs> there we go <laughs> thanks for having us send your questions to citizens arrest at homesliceaudio.com we love you we love you. <laughs> Citizens Arrest is hosted by Amy Rose, Brandon Jones, Brendan Medina, and Lieutenant Mosier. Produced by Mark Houston. Engineered by Chris Jacquez. Audio and video mastered by Russ Haddon. If you liked what you heard, please rate it five stars and leave a comment. Affirmative.